and welcome back to Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, the Bundesliga podcast covering everything there is to know in the English language about Eintracht Frankfurt, the best club in the Bundesliga, the best club in Germany, the best club in Europe, the best club in the world for that matter. But we are a little bit biased. I'm your host, Brian NKC. You can follow me on Twitter at KCSGE. Follow the show on Twitter. That is at H-E-F pod. Follow us also on Facebook, facebook.com slash H-E-F pod, the website that we also have up. And uh, going to have a lot more content coming out, including a web exclusive with a certain Lego builder is uh, HEFpod.com. And yeah, follow us on Instagram. That is Hey Eintracht Frankfurt. Always get in contact with the podcast. You can drop us a line via email or any of our social media platforms. Email is Hey Eintracht Frankfurt at gmail.com. So don't do this pod alone. And I'd like to say that back by long, well, long-awaited return, the man in Bad Fiddlebill is Roman. How's it going, bud? Hey, Brian. What's up? How's it going? Good to be back. Uh, feels like feels like forever. Uh, was uh, it, it April, right? I it, mean, we were not. We were. We weren't champion yet when we uh, when we last time we talked. That is true. So I gotta ask you, since now everyone can hear your story, what was it like that day that Eintracht played in Seville and the uh, subsequent celebrations that that occurred uh, as the city basically turned red, white, and black uh, as everyone went down to the Roma to celebrate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh Okay, obviously, this could be a three-hour podcast right there, <laughs> but but I really got to cut this short, right? So, because eventually, I was supposed to watch it all by myself in Austria, uh, and uh, I, I was booked there for a, for a workshop, but my flight got canceled, so luckily, I couldn't go to Austria on, on that day. I flew the next morning, though at 7 a.m., so very early. Uh, but I was able to watch the game with my friends, you know, with my lifelong football, soccer, uh, Frankfurt fans, um, uh, friends and fans. And the uh, um, good thing is I couldn't drink too much because obviously I had to leave at 7 a.m. And uh, uh, so I was like, okay, uh, I got to be professional here uh, about my job <laughs> and everything. Uh, about people who pay me to do stuff. So uh, yeah, but I mean, it was it, it could not have been better. You know, friends of mine, we they uh, had in the garden. They had like a big uh, screen, and were, I think we we're like twenty five people, friends. You know, they were just chilling, having drinks, and watching the kids were playing, and and yeah, and I mean, like the the whole game, I was. I think I was more relaxed than I thought I would be because also also all the the pressure of of uh, you know am I going to make it or not and being all day at the airport and then only basically just being happy to do it but the game uh I was uh, in the beginning I wasn't I mean we played very well I would say you know I felt safe I thought like yeah we're going to bring this home but uh, when the rangers then scored I was like holy shit how are we going to how are we going to do this now you know we we <laughs> um uh, I, I thought we were the better team uh, but you know like it's not that we had so many chances you know and I was like how are we going to how are we going to score you know now they're going to play their defensive role and we know how hard it is for frankfurt uh, to uh, to score if if all the opponent does is defending then you know like we are uh, basically we we can't make it so i was i was a little bit down but uh, but 
I mean, it's it's so after 40 years of okay, no, not I'm I'm just 43 years old. So let's say after <laughs> 20 25 years of pain of hurt and the Rostock trauma trauma, uh, um, I was I. I I think a lot fell off, you know, like, I mean, after the last penalty, I, 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 I screamed a little bit, obviously, but then I just had to sit down and I think it happened like what, you know, I was, I was done. I, uh, I, I, I obviously I was crying a little bit and it's like a whole, let's say 25 years of hurt and pain kind of fell off. You know, it's like rocks and not only rocks, but whole Yosemite basically kind of fell off. Um, it was nice that there were like so many kids who kind of freaked out. You know, they were kind of like a little, um, obviously they have no idea what it kind of means, but I mean, they know that it means something big, you know, so they're, and then of course, um, with my, uh, with my good friends, uh, I still get goosebumps, you know, so I like, we just like all three of us kind of like my, they're like my sandbox friends, you know, so I know them as long as I can think. And yeah, we just huddled together and uh, yeah, it was good. See, I, I, I even, <laughs> it gets back, you know, so uh, yeah, so we, we did a little bit of crying and uh, yeah, as you see, it's still very touching, you know, it's uh, <laughs> it's, it was a very special moment. And uh, and and I think this it will always be. So it wasn't that you know screaming, yelling, freaking out. It was very intrinsic. It was very heavy. It was very emotional. Very like like everything. You know, it wasn't like that outgoing and and loud and freaky. And it was very deep. You know. So uh, and this is something that I would not anticipate like this is something that i don't know i thought if we ever going to win i'm, I'm just going to freak out for the next five days and uh you know it was the, the complete opposite you know it was more calm more you know that, that evening we talked about the whole history you know the shit games when we went away second league oberhausen and you know all these super tough times that we did, you know, all the shit, this fucking stadiums in the second league and almost losing uh, the license in the beginning of the 2000s, you know, like not having any money, uh, being, you know, the broke shit team uh, and and all the players that we kind of had because we couldn't get any better. And, and you know, so it was more of a, a, a trip to the past uh that um yeah and, and like you know like so the whole i mean you know like the whole song like the Bokal, i mean that used to be we used to sing it because we believed this would never happen you know for us it was the most absurd thing when we were like i don't know in in in, in the in the second in the zweite bundesliga or fighting relegation and the whole block you know the whole uh, the supporters we were doing our pogo dancing like the Bokal. you know for us mm -hmm. it was like the absurdest and weirdest thing because you know it is so far away and like we would have we would have never ever thought that we would experience this so you know you chat about this about the times you know when we were i don't know yeah like i said in 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 in, in duisburg or in uh or what was some of the I don't, yeah, like I said, Oberhausen and all these small stadiums somewhere. Um, and, 
and yeah and and now we had this you know so it was more uh yeah so that's that's kind of like the the whole thing it was very emotional and uh, i had to and then I, i couldn't stay too long because obviously i had the next flight at 7 a.m so i think at about 1 a.m i left and uh went to bed and then the next day I, w- i wasn't really able to think about the game too much because i, I was working i had to drive all over austria to get to Schörfling and I had to I had to like I had to go to Vienna and not I uh, wanted to fly Linz but there was no flight so I had to do Vienna two hour two and a half hour drive until I got there and then I didn't like all the preparations for the workshop I had to basically what I thought I'm going to do all day during the morning I basically had to do everything in an hour set up the whole room and prepare and whatever so it was you know and then the day was just very work related so I couldn't really I didn't have I couldn't set my mind really and they didn't care for uh, for soccer at all you know so there was (laughs) nothing uh, um, to do and then the day after I I was still in Austria so I could extend for a day it was a very nice beautiful area all awesome lake I was like I want to go swimming and I want to have a little look around where I am and uh, so yeah and Saturday I only got back back to Frankfurt and uh, yeah and then then of course I watched everything on TV what is left what was left to watch and I mean the whole city was still in 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 awe was still you know very It still is, I would say. I think you can still feel that people are happier, ex- more excited. Um, yeah, that's that was that was roughly my my uh, my my experience uh, for winning for winning this title, which is definitely yeah going to be a, a big a big a big thing in our lives, you know. And you know what's the funniest thing is, I don't know if this will be the last title. I, I will experience or we will experience, you know, and that is something which I would have never thought. And when I see how things are going, are we going to play Champions League next year? Uh, the type of players we are attracting now, but not only the players, like the whole attention, like the world, the worldwide German attention, it's almost too much, you know, and like one of the chants that's, that was being sung um uh in in the last uh, times also in in Sevilla but also in uh, in against West Ham you know it's like this uh, we are eagles we are eagles no one likes us but we don't care you know which is obviously the opposite that it is but it kind of goes to our frankfurt roots you know we don't do this to be liked uh we don't want to be liked like we are not trying to get fake uh, sympathies uh from anywhere you know so it's uh it's going to be tough you know we're going to go to um uh, exciting times but different times because uh the frankfurt we have experienced the past i would say 18 years is 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 maybe going to be gone you know hopefully i would say like maybe now we are stepping into a new era where uh you know like playing international will be more of a regular not champions league all the time don't get me wrong i don't think this but <laughs> playing international um uh, winning or going further in europa league right because like there's one very interesting thing uh, from a psychological perspective like many players in frankfurt now know this can be won You know, and that is a very important thing. You know, most of the time in these tournaments, you kind of like, oh, okay, we're not going to win anyway, so let's go as far as we can. But if you really want to win, and if you know people, and if, if there are people in the team who know how to and know that you can, you know, it's it's uh, that that's a big it's a big game changer. 
you know, uh, because then you're not dreamer, you're not a dreamer, uh, you are a doer, and uh, that's a big characteristic uh, switch. And let's hope uh, we don't do anything wrong, and the financials are uh, remain stable. And uh, I mean, it's it's got to be tough, right? I mean, we're going to bump up our salaries uh, a lot in in the next couple of years. And that, of course, is also a high risk, you know. Um, uh, I don't know who's going to go for... Uh, there's a very dangerous trend right now, as, as, uh, as, as you all know, um, with, um, uh, um, with no... That people leave after the contract without extension and without uh, any pay, you know. Um, so it's, you know, what happens if Indica just leaves next year or a costage... Um, you know, so there are a few candidates where we don't know what, or what's or Kamada even, you know, what's going to happen. Are we going to get money for those people or not? Yeah, lots of uh, questions that need to be answered. But Roman, that was a very emotional uh, kind of bit on the Eintracht winning the Europa Pokal. And you're right. Like for me, uh, when I became a fan for the... 06, 07 season. And remember, we had just gotten uh, to the Pokal final. We lost. Uh, at that time, we were allowed to then participate in Europe. So I missed out. I've only gone through the one relegation. And uh, I don't ever want to go back to that. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. And, but yeah, the the Brookhagen days, the way I look at it, those are long gone and suddenly now we're in that stratosphere that Brookhagen used to always say that, you know what, there are those teams that get to play in Europe and we're not one of those teams. And I always kind of was like, come on, you got to dream every once in a while. You got to try and go for it every once yeah. in a while. And guess what? We went for it. We grabbed it. We grabbed that polka. We gra we beat. Uh, we made it to the 17 final. Got close. You were there uh, for that one. We were returned to go back against Bayern, won it, and that started this whole hardcore chain reaction that has led Eintracht to uh, three three uh, European campaigns in four seasons, and with a third culminating in a victory against the level against a team that we did not expect that no one would have expected at the beginning of the uh, European campaign mm. to be playing against. If we did make the final, let's be, let's be frank about that. And you know, the trips to London, the trips to Barcelona, the trip back to Seville after we had already played in the city in the uh, smallest of the three stadiums, I might add, which uh, yeah. <laughs> enough problems <laughs> about that. But yeah, now we we're at the big boy table now, and uh, we have a matchup Roman coming up in August, August tenth. So Eintracht, because of our victory in the Europa League, we get to play the winners of the Champions League and the UEFA Super Cup. Something that was not allowed when we won the Europa Pokal in nineteen eighty. It was for the uh, the European winners and the uh, Cup winners, Cup winners. At the time, so we did not get to participate in the mm. uh, 1980 version of this competition. So uh, the final will be held August the 10th in Helsinki at the Olymp uh, Olympic Stadium uh, or Olympia Stadion, as some people will probably refer to it uh, in German. And uh, it's the old enemy themselves. We get to uh, 
we get to take on Real Madrid in this one, Roman. Uh, when did you? I mean, when did it ever dawn upon you the day of the Champions League final to watch it just to see? Okay, who do we get? From a greedy standpoint, because I, I I was I will be brutally honest. I was watching a little bit of that and just wondering to myself, I'm like, do I want Liverpool? Nah. Do I want Real Madrid because of the history of the final in Glasgow? Yes, sir, I do. And uh, my wish came true. Yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, no, I, that was the reason why I watched the game. I usually <laughs> don't watch Champions League's finals because usually it's you know it's the same old. I mean, you know, like I, I'm I'm not a big Champions League fan because it's like all the same teams and it's like the last four games. Is, you know. Yeah. Um, but this time I really did like Klopp. Okay, he's a little bit. Um, I think mm, I think for reputation it would have been better if we played Liverpool. I think I, I still think that the whole uh, Liverpool has more supporters. Uh, I mean, it's probably not really true. Uh, maybe in the English English language, um, where I'm mostly roaming around. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I was I was hoping for Liverpool, but I mean, I, I I didn't I didn't care, you know. Bring them on. That was like you know, both of those guys, you know, those teams. Bring them on. Put them put them on the pitch. Uh, let's have uh, Trap defend against uh, or uh, uh, keep keep the goal. And uh, I think it's it's cool. I think we're gonna win this one. Uh, yeah, let's. I mean, it's it's gonna be super cool. I think we are we are we are getting a good team, a squad together. I think we're gonna be uh, better this season than last season. I think we are hungrier. I mm-hmm. think like for Real Madrid at that stage, they're. I don't think they really care about this title. You know, like what is. How much do they make? Three million. Like what is three million to them? You know. Uh, three point eight. And. Uh, Oh, 3.8. Yeah, exactly. But I think for us, it's going to be, um, uh, um, it's, yeah, it's, it's, we, we want it. I think we will want this title. Um, and I think we will want this more than they will. And that's going to be our big advantage. Um, of course, we, we, we will have played Bayern, uh, the, the week before. So that's going to be an interesting, uh, prelude uh, mm-hmm. so to say like a little um uh, you know a preparation match for the for the real big one uh, but uh, we'll see i mean it's um it's uh, yeah it's 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 going to be exciting so i'm going to be in the states again for the 10th i most likely and uh, yeah i'm going to look forward to watching uh, watching the match with my friends in uh, in san francisco so, ah, so uh, we'll definitely talking, be uh, we'll definitely a reunion at danny coils then yeah, most likely Danny Coyles, I think. Um, and yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, like we we even had a good crowd, even though I was. I mean, even though I mean, uh, l- luckily uh, the San Francisco crowd is not dependent on me. So <laughs> I think we were about. Uh, I think there were about ten people watching the final. Um, you know, so I mean, we are good good base. I think we're like officially thirteen in our uh, in in our WhatsApp group. And uh, yeah, and a few travelers, you know, who were there at the same time, you know, um, they were smart uh, by checking out uh, where is where are people going to watch uh, the match, um, and and yeah, and so it was it was a good it was a good uh, it was a good group, and they had lots of fun, and we will have it again on August tenth against Helsinki. What's your what, what are your plans for the Helsinki match? Uh, well, I will be uh, that. 
likely uh can't see beer company will be hosting me very good uh i've sent them actually uh i've got it in draft form i've not sent it to the beer hall uh since they have released the uh match day times for match day one through seven um mm-hmm. i can now send uh kind of a breakdown to the beer hall and say hey so we got this we got this we got this for the day of april cow uh uh eintracht could be playing on the monday sucks uh, for us, let's be really mm. honest on that. And uh, yeah, yeah, it'll be a good time. It is time for me to talk about the matches that have been released. So, as you mentioned, match day one of the Bundesliga going to be Eintracht hosting Bayern München, uh, which will, uh, hey, I'll put it this way. Uh, when it does, normally I would be excited for this because match day 18, we'd be returning uh, from the January camp and we'd be able to possibly, you know, nip couple points off of Bayern, but uh, because of the uh, the uh, World Cup taking place, Matt, we're, uh, when we restart after the World Cup has taken place, we will be restarting on match day 16 in mm-hmm. January. So that's going to be... Uh, it's going to be a really, really busy time for Eintracht Frankfurt fans because we got 15 matches within the Bundesliga if we beat Magdeburg. So that's going to be two matches in the Pokal. Then you got the sim, uh, the Super Cup uh, match itself in Helsinki. Uh, 10,000 tickets will be available to Eintracht fans uh, because 60% of the stadium will be available to the two uh, teams. And that's, of course, split. Uh, I'm pretty sure Eintracht fans will travel in mass. While the Madrid fans are just going to be like, "Yeah, it's just another one for us. We're not really all too bothered." Yeah. <laughs> so maybe uh, some yeah, more Eintracht yeah, fans yeah. will buy up uh, some of those tickets, like we did uh, against Barcelona. That'd be hilarious if, like, in the Madrid section, you just see all these Frankfurt fans just here, there, and everywhere. But uh, yeah, and you got your six matches. Yeah, but they of the shouldn't Champions do the all in white thing. That's a that's a lot. That is a whole heck of a lot of matches. That's 24 matches that the Eintracht can play basically from August 1 to November 13th. In that span, that's a lot of matches. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad at least we've made some yeah. signings. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's going to be busy times. We're going to have be having so many Eintracht matches uh, here, there, and everywhere that we're, we're barely even going to yeah. be able to breathe for all the action that's going to yeah. be taking place. Yeah, absolutely. That's going to be uh, that's going to be a fun part. Yeah, it's, it it won't be bored. And then, of course, there's the whole uh, World Club uh, World Cup uh, shite going on in the winter, <laughs> uh, uh, which I'm going to boycott. I'm not going to watch it. So uh, yeah, but it's uh, but still, you know, it's going to even be if Germany make the final. Uh, I I don't care actually, you know. I hope not. Uh, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna watch it. I will uh, I will not participate uh, in a tournament in a country that does not uh, hold up to any of my values, uh, you know. So and if people play there, then I cannot. Uh, I, I personally cannot do it, you know. Um, will you be able to? At least that's what I'm saying. Well, uh, mm. you can. Well, you can abstain for 2022 and just wait uh, until the World Cup comes to uh, the American, Canadian, and Mexican shores exactly. in 2026, yeah. and have one right in your own backyard exactly. if you're still living in the Bay Area, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's uh, that's the plan. You know, like I can live with the American values. I cannot live with the uh, Qatar values. So, uh, you know, and I think the whole Ukraine-Russia thing has shown, like, where things can lead if we just let everyone do whatever they want to do. 
And uh, that's why I think it's uh, important. For me, it's important that I'm not going to participate in any way uh, to the corrupt uh, World Cup that is going to be played in a country where some people cannot express their opinions or uh, live their life um, without living in danger, you know? And uh, yeah, this is something that and I, working I mean, on I have construction to do. sites where your life is not thoroughly more in danger than it is, you know, just in your everyday life. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, women cannot, you know, like just the women's rights. I mean, give me a break, you know, like this is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, that the games are happening in in a place you know where where women are not equal and uh, and of course the whole in the in the sexuality way but like where where gay people cannot cannot uh, um, I, I, you can't even see you be openly gay I mean they cannot even exist you know they're not even officially I mean they don't they try to get hotel rooms or they try to see if they get hotel rooms and they were all denied you know so it's like wh what is this I mean how can the FIFA that put respect on their um, on their uh, uh, front logo or where on on every match they put in respect and respect is the least thing uh, that the country of Qatar gives to either their workers their immigrants uh, their women uh, their um, yeah it's uh, it's 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 ridiculous I mean I think it's the worst decision ever and uh, I I like I said I will not uh, I will not support it. Uh, or watch it in any way. Even further, I I would I I'm I did write on on Twitter and stuff. I, I went to the sponsors. I I told them that uh, uh, for them it's it's horrible that they that they finance uh, such a thing, you know. And and on the one hand, you have like you know during the Pride Week, uh, Pride Month, you know, you have like McDonald's and and Coca Cola doing their rainbow everywhere, you know. But in Qatar, there's nothing. You know, like if if this is really something a value that they seem to have, then they have to put up uh, these values in the regions where a fighting is actually uh, meaningful. You know, and not in San Francisco. In San Francisco, you put up a rainbow flag, and people don't even. You know, it's like why? You know, there's. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's probably still enough uh, trouble in also in lots of part in lots of the western part of the world, and and. But, you know, like if, if you could really do change or if you really can bring change as a Coca-Cola, as a McDonald's, as a Visa card or I don't know, the uh, Budweiser or whatever. If you really, if there's one place in this planet where you can really bring change, it's probably in these regions, you know, mm -hmm. and, and this is where you have to step up and not in, in San Francisco or your Twitter logo for, for I don't know, uh, for Coca-Cola Germany, like stupid you know it's like i don't know anyways uh we are we are we're sidetracking again uh roman it's perfectly okay perfectly okay so we talked about the eintracht uh, cluster of matches um i guess i haven't really uh so we got the champions league draw that'll happen in august the 25th i'm looking forward to that uh so the seeding, I might as well mention to everyone who's probably like, oh, who can we possibly draw? Well, um, by way of us winning the Europa Pokal, the Europa League, uh, we're actually in the same pot as your Real Madrid, Manchester City, uh, AC Milan, the Italian, uh, Italian winners, uh, Bayern, reigning uh, German champions, uh, Paris Saint-Germain, Porto, and Ajax. 
so those seven teams, uh, those other six teams are joining us in pot one. So we will not be drawn in the same pot as them. We cannot play uh, Leipzig, Leverkusen, and Dortmund, who are in pot two, and the last two are in pot three. So, but some of the other teams that we can get, uh, we can get a visit to uh, any of three teams in England and Liverpool, Chelsea, Tottenham Hotspur. If anyone is not is curious of where the heck Tottenham Hotspur is, it's North London, uh, right over by where Arsenal uh, uh, Stadium is ish. Is in the neck of the woods. Uh, we can go back to Barcelona. That would be nice. We can go to Madrid to play at the other team, the working class team of Atletico Madrid, the team that I have a little, hmm. I got a little soft spot for them. Uh, I've kind of always in the shadow of the big Real, but eh, I've got another team in Spain that I actually cheer, uh, openly cheer for uh, down in the south in Andalusia, not in the Seville area, but on the coast. Uh, so uh, we could go back to the site of our European triumph by playing Sevilla. That could be interesting uh, for pot two, pot yeah. three. Um, we could go back to Salzburg to win again. Why not? We can play the traveling team that sadly, uh, well, what our podcast does stand with Ukraine and for any uh, anybody who has been displaced through, uh, who is an Eintracht fan who has been displaced through this horrible conflict we can ever be of any help we can uh, we can be drawn with Shakhtar Donetsk we can be drawn with Napoli that actually would be fun to go to the stadium that Maradona played in we could go back to Milan to play Inter Milan we can go to Lisbon to play Sporting and uh, then at that point uh, there's a lot of uh, spots that are still open to be drawn Pot 4 has got Celt- Glasgow Celtic and Club Brugge from Belgium Marseille is also in there and all the other spots because you're probably noticing it's like oh there's a lot more Champions League spots still left to go uh, yeah so qualification mm-hmm. still is uh, only barely underway at this moment in time uh, it's going to be a long time before uh, everything else kind of gets drawn so you're Turkish you're uh, Danish you're uh, Serbian clubs and your Greek clubs because uh, Olympiakos are opposition and your Swiss clubs like Zurich. Those guys still have got to go through qualification. The first round of qualification uh, is not done yet. Uh, that that actually will be coming up this week. They'll finally get the first round underway and then it's, you know, two weeks later, uh, three weeks later, they get the second round and then another three weeks then they get the third round. And then they have an additional <laughs> round of qualification. So there are four rounds of qualification that are going to really kind of cut down on all the teams that uh, are trying to go through. Mm. So your small, smaller leagues will have a lot of uh, a lot of fighting that they ha- a lot of uphill fighting that they have to do. And it's, it is kind of crazy that you know your leagues of uh, of. Uh, Turkey, Denmark, you know, uh, Serbia, uh, Czech Republic, Croatia, Switzerland, uh, Greece. It is kind of crazy that those leagues, you know, don't. This is the team for the champ called the Champions League, and yet there's so many teams I already mentioned from all these big countries, including Germany's, that are already in it, mm. and. Proper, proper champions have got so much muck to trudge through. It 
like it's the way that it is. And I'm glad that Eintracht's uh, head honchos because they're looking to, uh, again, reconfigure the Champions League, basically making more matches to make more money so that the big teams can basically collect more money. And yeah. it's all to kind of keep the Super League from becoming what uh, reality, of which, let's be real, uh, I would almost say that it was for those guys – that coup that they did, uh, as long as you qualify for it, you're still going to get pretty much just as much as uh, you would have done if you had it in the league format. So I'll leave it there. Roman, if you want to comment on that, you can. Or we can look at Eintracht no. and our friendlies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I think everything everything is said uh, about 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 that. So, you know. Let's let's move on. Exactly. So uh, the Eintracht reserves, Eintracht Zwei, uh, Eintracht Amateur, uh, will be getting underway uh, this coming season. They're going to be in the Hessian Liga. Uh, I'm trying to remember what team that Eintracht is taking over from. I think it was uh, the Dreieich, who we basically acquired the license from i guess that they were uh, pretty much on the verge of going out but eintracht will be in the fifth division of the german uh, footballing pyramid the hessenliga uh one that you know rather well roman uh but you have commented yeah. that until the eintracht are in the regional liga it's not exactly the best place for uh youth players to kind of develop is it yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, it's uh, it depends. Yeah, I mean, it's I think it's a it's a it's a it's a stepstone um, that we have to take, and uh, but it shouldn't be be the goal, you know. Like, um, I think the the main goal is they wanna they want uh, some uh, some experience for the youth team, and you know, to uh, to make it easier for young young ones to uh, to move up to the professional. And uh, and I mean the Hessen Liga is is I mean it's good at least it's it's in the Hessen Liga not you know like it's not that they had to start from zero mm-hmm. which was the other method rough. so I'm I'm not complaining I, uh, yeah that would be very rough so I'm not complaining at all uh, but yeah I think like one or two seasons I mean they have to uh, they have to promote right away ideally um, uh, and yeah Regionalliga must be must be the uh, um, or dritte liga even that that should be the goal dritte liga should be something that they should that they should go for um aspire to but having good regional liga participation is what we're looking for yeah 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 exactly but it's still tough right mm-hmm. so i the the argument why they um they got rid of uh the uh, the youth team is still valid that was a brookhagen move though yeah yeah Exactly the Prochagen move and Fee. He was uh, in the Prochagen Fee and um, uh, uh, Bruno Hübner. Not you know, so it's still valid. You know, it happens. Not only in, uh, not only Frankfurt has a problem um, with with bringing up uh, young young teams, uh, young players, and I, th- I don't think in Dortmund the under twenty one is the is the machine for uh, you know for young players. Uh, for the Dortmund squad, right? Or not even in Bayern. Um, right. So it's, but it is it's, for your Freiburgs. It is for your Bremens. Look at the uh, Freiburg squad. Yeah, a lot of those guys have got 
a good number of guys do have lots of experience from that. And you can say the same for Bremen. Yeah, yeah, but that's yeah, but I don't think it's because of their under under twenty one team. I think it's more of a of a cultural like inner cultural um, thing, right. right? Like also um, like taking time. And uh, or Hoffenheim, the same thing, you know, it's like valuing the players, taking the time and putting them in, um, you know, like when was, I mean, we, we talk about I, I'm in Barcock, you know, but every season they're making three, four guys as pros uh, in, in Frankfurt. And they always say like, yeah, we have them participate in games, but or like in, in, in practices, but nothing really ever happens, you know, so it's, um, it's more of a talking the talk and not walking the walk, right. uh, I feel. And in, uh, in in Freiburg, in Bremen, in Hoffenheim, it's more of a it's it's part of their culture, you know, to include younger players into probably the regular practices, the matches, uh, and I hope now with the new uh, Leistungszentrum that they've built, you know, um, I think that's also going to be different because before they were like in the Riederwald, you know, a bit far away from the professionals. And uh, I think they still need to do a lot. And that's, for me, that's more important than the under-21. So don't get me wrong. I think it's a good idea that we get the under-21 team back. Uh, also for other reasons. Um, because of a, just the simple... The under-19 is only worth half if you don't have an under-21. Because like when you're 18, 19, uh, and you know you're not part of the top squad, you're already... Why, why should I stay here? You know, I got to move next year anyways. You know, So just by, by offering a place for more players uh it, it's it's just an, a, a better culture you know because like to be honest uh it's it's got to be the same as everywhere i think only like less than 90 percent uh um are are not going to play ever for bundesliga or even the, the zweite bundesliga right so it's a very it's it's a very tough I mean, for those young ones, you know, they go to Frankfurt or, you know, to any other Bundesliga team and they like have, have very high hopes and the hopes die uh, pretty soon, I think. And then what do you do? You know, how do you how do you compensate? Right. I mean, like the Bundesliga only has so many uh, um, uh, so many uh, squad places, right, that you can play. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're like, uh, you know, so it's. It's a natural, uh, a natural way that most of the the players who are in the in the youth league teams don't make it big. So, it's in, in that competition you do need your your own culture, so to say, right? Where and and that's and that's tough and that's very hard. I think it's very hard. And uh, and this is how do you play it? And there are like some teams, like uh, like I said, like like or like you said with with Bremen with Freiburg. That, that have a very solid culture um, about bringing up young ones. Uh, and, and we don't have that yet. I hope we will. I hope we try. And uh, yeah, and for me, it's still a success. I mean, like, see, like many of the Frankfurt youth teams, even though they say the own one is, but when I still hear Kittel or Mark Oliver Kempf, you know, like, of course, they're not playing for Frankfurt. But, you know, it doesn't matter, you know. it's uh, They weren't good enough and they still are not good enough for Frankfurt. But uh, you know they they came from our academy, you know, so it's not it's not at zero. It's just that we didn't cash in on those. But that's also fine. Yeah, 
Uh, it's just a shame uh, from a selfish standpoint that Sonny Kittle decided to stay with the Haas Valve because he was on the verge of making a move to Major League Soccer. And then us American, yeah. uh, Americans could then see one That's of our true. own visit there. And, uh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Hey, maybe he, maybe he'll yeah, but the I mean, that's, up. I mean, yeah. stranger things have yeah. happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to- absolutely, absolutely, right. But I mean, it's it's uh, it's it's fine, you know. It's like not everyone can play, and and I, it's got to get. And the the more successful we become, and it's going to be like look look at what we're doing. I mean, we're buying uh, young, and and that is the Frankfurt way: is buying young potential player players from all over the world. And giving them a chance, developing them, and then selling them uh, uh, for more money, right? Creating value—that's something that that has been the Frankfurt way, and that would be more something that we can discuss is with the new signings with Alario and Götze. Like, is that mm-hmm. is is that what we need, or is that kind of uh, going away uh, or moving away from this step? Um, um, and because, like, I mean. And and I said that uh, even in the few episodes uh, that have been on, you know, like the Bastost thing, like was for me, was like the worst decision ever. And I do not want to compare Bastost with Götze. Don't get me wrong, but you know, I want a young. Uh, I I prefer the the way of you know getting somebody young and and pros- a good prospect and creating value. And and I'm not saying that this is bad with Mario Götze or Alario, but we are all aware that we are not creating value here. We are we are buying value, and it's going to degrade, right? Because like Mario Götze is 30 years old. Let's hope he's going to have great three years in Frankfurt, uh, or maybe two. But even when he's 32, we're not going to sell him for 20, 30 million to anywhere, right? right. Like this is uh, not going to happen. So it's more about providing. Uh, but value like an right Indica. Exactly. It's more about providing value right now. Absolutely. Um, and if, if it works, right? So there are also a few question marks. I mean, I, I think I think it's I th- so I think it's a good decision. I'm glad that we get those two, uh, that we got those two. But um, yeah, the real Frankfurt way is getting a young one. And, and even like Czech Bure, for example, he's absolutely over exceeding our expectations. Right, like usually they need about a year to get started, and that's why with uh, with Höge, I'm I'm not too uh, I'm not too sad because like this was his first year, and Silva's first year was horrible, well, uh, or not horrible, wasn't yeah. really that good. Jovic's first year wasn't that good, um, you know. So it's 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 totally fine that somebody uh, or even uh, even Endika, you know, um, it's not that he was like the most stable uh, defender in his first year. So you know, like the first season is uh, um, is is a trial season or like a, a um, or a, a Bundesliga pace season to get accustomed to the Bundesliga pace, and then the second third, I expect uh, a great growth, and then you have to see extend or uh, or or go. Right, that's what we have to do, and that's what we have to keep on going as well. Um, yeah, that's my 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 long answer to the <laughs> to the new signings. Oh, we- and the new way, right? It's got to be questioned. Like, what 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 are we gonna do? What are the next? Are we gonna sign now more 28, 29 year olds, or are we gonna sign more nineteen year olds? Yeah. Right, or a good mix? So. Well, I'd like to hope for a good mix, but uh, we can get into all the signs yeah. that Eintracht has officially completed because um, as of a couple of days ago, 
uh, players were officially moved to other clubs uh, from a legality standpoint, and we'll get to that mm-hmm. in a second. But Roman, it's now time for hashtag What are we drinking? Uh, it is a little early for me, so I'll let you uh, kind of <laughs> at the time of recording. So I'll let you go first. Yeah, well, it's, it's uh, also boring here. I just went. I just got back from a run before recording here, so it's water, mineral, mineral water. What were um, you drinking for, with what gas? Were you drinking during the Europa Pokal final? Uh, I was, I was drinking a mix of uh, a binding uh, beer and some uh, non-alcoholics. Since I said I had to, I had to uh, leave early, so um, yeah. Good there you go. Beer. There you go. I would say. I, I mean, I would say like the binding beers. Uh, uh, everyone says like it's uh, it's probably the worst choice that you can do. But um, as a as a, it's the Frankfurt, and I actually do like it. I have to admit, even though it's not trendy and it's not cool, uh, I love binding export especially. So that's uh, one of my favorite beers when I'm here. For me, uh, this early early morning, it is the coffee. Uh, cannot function without it. Uh, local roasters who do uh, air roasting, uh, so the never a bad bean in your bag, which is great. And uh, for me, I have been uh, a little bit on the Americana side, uh, as uh, right now mm. it's uh, the American uh, Independence Day uh, celebrations going on throughout the country. And I, oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, yeah, Happy Fourth of July. I've been sticking with. Uh, Got old uh, Coors and Coors Light, especially as my hockey team was going on a huge run into the Stanley Cup playoffs, won that cup. Uh, I've also dented that Stanley Cup, but, you know, uh, I'll let the hockey guys on the podcast uh, chirp me when that time comes because, yeah, some of those guys I've partied a little too hard and are dropping a 35-pound mm. trophy on themselves in some cases. But anyways... Ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to wrap it up for segment one. We'll be back. Segment two, talking about uh, the Eintracht moves that have happened and uh, the matches that have occurred so far. So stay with. And here we are, segment two. Hey, Eintracht Frankfurt. As we mentioned, we've talked about the schedule for the Eintracht, which is going to be a busy one this fall with an extra six matches put in for the Champions League and the Super Cup. So seven European matches to look forward to. You know, we've had to uh, do quite a lot. We've talked, hinted at the signings. We've hinted at the, you know, getting started with matches. So Eintracht went to Boots. Uh, Bach and uh, beat uh, Niederwiesel with a team that uh, very good is all made up of guys who did not uh, go off onto international duty to get uh, some. So the teams are all uh, the those players are back. They got some goal. Uh, Golo Muani got a hat trick. Paciencia got his hat trick. Lindstrom, Lario, and Dika. Uh, Ali Du all got in on the goal scoring action. Uh, yeah, as Roman kind of mentioned, uh, we keep on signing these uh, young guys. But hey, I look at it from the standpoint that there are some guys who are going out getting uh, good deals on loan. Uh, for me, I think yeah. the in terms of the preseason training, uh, we're going to Ash Offenbar. How do you say that? 
Aschaffenburg. Yeah, wow, of course. Or you can say the, the Hessian way would be Aschebesch. Aschebesch. <laughs> Aschebesch. Yeah. So if you say Aschebesch, because it's still in the, uh, I would say, in the Hessian speaking region, even though it is in Bavaria. That is a, that's not uh, Bavaria, they, that's, that's Franconia. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, but the state of Bavaria. Oh. But you're absolutely right. Um, um, but I'm, yeah, I'm uh, going I would down say it's, an entirely it's still different rabbit hole. Region, I, so. to, I would think you would agree. I'm going down an entire different rabbit hole that of discussion that is best held over beers, and uh, well, our yeah. bullshit can then just flow. Or in this case, apple wine. You know, <laughs> so apple wine. So it's uh, Aschebesch. You still get an apple wine. So that's why. Um, uh, Aschebesch is, uh, I would call it closer, exactly. closer to Hesse than Bavaria or Franconia, even. Yeah, exactly, and uh, we go to we go to Linz to play Lask, Lask Linz. We got them mm -hmm. uh, a previous stop by Glasner over there. Then we uh, have Torino uh, from Serie A. We'll play in Austria along with Ajax. So that'll be fun to uh, take on a couple teams from some good leagues before we finish off. So those are on uh, the July the 5th, and then July 9th, Linz, and 15th for Torino, 23rd for Ajax, then uh, Austria, uh, Ast uh, Waldorf on the 27th, right before our Deepi-Pokal Monday match. I really don't like how we're playing on Monday, August the 1st, and then we have Bayern, August the 5th, Immediately afterwards, and then we got Real Madrid on the 10th, and then Hertha on the 13th. But you know what? It's kind of going to be what it is. Like, shucks. Like, the mm. the start of the season will be a little... Uh, we'll kind of get uh, ourselves adjusted to the practically playing midweek every week because of the silly World Cup uh, alterations. But... Hey, you know what? Uh, we'll see what we will see when it comes to the competition for that. Or you can, uh, like Rowan, uh, just say, nope, for on ethical reasons, we are not paying attention. And that's okay, too. But looking at the players who have exited Roman, uh, we've kind of hinted at it like constantly when uh, players were officially let go, when they weren't. Um, I'll go at the... Uh, money that have been brought in. The money players have been dominant core. Mine's actually paid up. Wow, go figure that they had money. But then again, mm. when you're selling like a random midfielder that uh, uh, no one really knows all too much about, unless you watch all Mine's matches for you know like twenty something million, obviously you can make the those yeah. signings. Uh, Schalke uh, decided to buy Rodrigo Zelazar. You know, I hope that there's a buyback clause in there. I think there is a buyback. Yeah, I think there is a buyback option, which... Uh, That'd be really uh, nice. I'd That'd see, be really see, that great is... if Schalke and him do really good. Someone wants to pop, plop yeah. down $20 million for the guy. We buy him back and then sell him on. Like Kind of like how Mascaral was taken out from underneath us by Real Madrid being yeah. sold to Schalke. I'd like to do something like that. And uh, I mean, yeah, or just keep it, keep him, or you not. know, like maybe he's good <laughs> enough, you know, that, that would be my ideal, you know, that he's good enough to, uh, to extend our exactly. team, um, you know, I mean, that's what he was bought for. And that's actually also something that uh, on the long term, you know, with Ali Akman and stuff, like if, if this is something that we want to do is uh, uh, get rights to players uh, that we believe uh, can still 
um, um, you know, gain experience. I mean, with Kamada as well, you know, when he was playing in the in the Belgium in the Belgian league, you know, it's like that's that's something you know you have to you have to carefully monitor because obviously they're going to be successful in in their respective yep. teams, uh, like Salazar now in before in Pauli and now in Schalke. But you know, you still got to keep the contact and still keep the player hot that they want to come to Frankfurt. Um, you know, and not just let go too easily. You know, like obviously, if you realize, okay, uh, for the development of the player, it's better when that they stay longer at the uh, at the uh, um, uh, other team, then that's totally fine. But you know, a, a long term, uh, you wanna you, you know you want you wanna cash in and you or you wanna get the the players that you believed are are good. You know, and not just let them go for for cheap price and then I don't know. That's um, It's uh, it's definitely an interesting and was and I think we still have to we still have to learn a lot in this way, um, but yeah I think it's uh, it's yeah let's let's see how he how he'll perform in the um, in the Bundesliga. Great. Um, some of the guys uh, who have gone out on loan and we're hoping they can develop. Uh, Ache has gone to Greuther Firth uh, on loan. Uh, that will be a tricky time so long as he stays healthy. I think that that could be really beneficial for him. He yeah. just needs regular playing time that he had in the Eredivisie with uh, uh, Sparta, Rotterdam, but has not yeah. gotten with us. So I think his development is kind of stymied. If he kicks on, yeah. great. If not, then, well, crap, we tried. Uh, but I'm really more interested yeah. in how Antonio uh, Forti develops, a uh, player from our yeah. under-19 Yeah. Uh, He has been signed by Hanover on a two-year loan. So, you know what? It's a little. This is a little. Got a little less risk to it, in my opinion. And you know what? If he turns out to be just like a mediocre uh, Zeta Liga player, he could be uh, put onto Untracked's reserve team and be seen as the kind of budding star that everyone can uh, utilize. Yeah. Uh, in the regional league because I think that the Eintracht will push forward uh, with that team and uh, yeah fingers crossed that he develops into a good one because his stats that he had at the under 19 level that was something that I kept on thinking okay uh, either we put him on loan at a Zweitliga side or we put him in the first team and the, well this seems, this seems to me the smarter option to go with because Putting him on the reserve team in the fifth division would have <laughs> uh, that's yeah, not yeah, that yeah. would no, have been no, a waste no. of his time. No, that's a waste of waste of money and money. I mean, you still got to pay him a good salary, right? So it's not that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You got to be smart. You got to be. You still got to be smart with your with the money, right? No, no, no stupid, no stupid stuff exactly, here. Exactly. Exactly. Um, And, of course, the other exit uh, that hasn't really been mentioned of late. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot. Eric Durham has left for Kaiserslautern because Kaiserslautern got promoted uh, in the playoff versus Dresden. I really, if I'm brutally honest, I really wished that there was a way that Kaiserslautern could go up and Dresden could stay up because that would have, you know, that bolsters yeah, this Vita Liga. I mean, the Dritter Liga yeah. does get a good yeah. team in Dresden in terms of a club that can that offers cachet. But yeah, uh, you know, that's yeah, a yeah. that's that's I'm going down a wormhole that I don't want to go down. But um, Hinty, <sighs> Robin, this all the shenanigans around his retirement because 
He wanted to end his career as an Eintracht player. I mean, maybe he was already thinking about, you know, it's like, hey, I've had fun. I've had, I can basically retire. I went out on top, which is something that it's hard for a lot of players to do when they do call it quits on their career. This is a guy mm-hmm. who's late, in my opinion, who had more still to give uh, at 29. And yet, all the shenanigans that kind of surrounded his uh, retirement, it's... Uh, it's getting it's getting yeah. into club politics that it's. I just it, we could talk about it, but then again, we're just gonna just get too emotional here. I'm gonna miss him, but hey, you know what? Uh, yeah. To distance himself from uh, that uh, his charitable involvement with someone from the right wing side of things, which is something that is not. That goes yeah. against the grain. That is uh, for the club ethos of Eintracht. It's uh, boy. Um, in many ways, it's a shame that everything transpired us the way they did. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, so I don't. I don't know. I don't really know. Uh, I'm. I haven't made up my mind. So yeah. So base. Uh, no, no. Actually, I have. So the Hinty's credit is very high. Uh, for me, uh, you know, so his credit score is is high up, and uh, and even though he did a lot wrong or he did stuff that I would not have done uh, in his situation, but um, I I mean we we are we all agree that Hinteregger is nowhere near some right wing shit, right? right? Uh, he he may be. A little bit more conservative, uh, which is in in you know in parts of the country side uh, uh, always different than in in the big city, right? Everywhere in the world is the same, or not everywhere in the world, but you know everywhere in the Western world is the same thing, and um, and this oh, maybe over conservativeness is that is that a word? I um I, I grant him. You know, and I, I, and yes, there are like these people in this region that we would never do business with. But then maybe when you are from this region, we're talking about a little village. You yeah. know, it's not that there are like so many. I mean, when I'm here in Bad Vilbel, it's a thirty-eight thousand city. Then there, are, you know, there are a few businessmen that everyone knows. You know, the the, the family who owns Hasia the water, and a few other. Big, bigger families, you know, that kind of like, let's say, run the bigger businesses of the town. And if, if you want to do something, you would always go back to those people. And now, but Philbel is a 38,000 city, so I can I could choose a few. Uh, I mean, if, if I were as, as successful as, as Hinteregger. <laughs> uh, but um, if, if you're in, in, a, in a little town like Sienitz, it's not that you can... that a lot of choice is there, you know, if you want to give back to your community. So you go, you, you, you go to the big three in your town and try to do something, you know, and yes, the big three in your town may not have, but I don't think they really talk about this. You know, it's, it's a, it's, I don't know. It's, it's a very, it's a, it's a very slippery road. And I think we already mentioned that he is, and uh, and Hinteregger, I hope you're not listening to this, but you know, 
and, and, and I grant you this, you know, a little bit simple-minded um, or doesn't really care about these things. You know, he, he likes to go with the flow and that's why we love him. You know, he's, he's kind of, you, you can touch him. He's accessible. He's not overthinking everything. You know, he's not like, oh, if somebody would see me doing this or, you know, that's who he is. Like he doesn't think five times what are the implications for X, Y, Z. That's why we love him. Hence, he does stuff uh, that we might not agree, right? That he would not have done if he would overthink things. And I, I mean, I'm not a big fan of cancel culture in general. Uh, I think we need to show uh, um, uh, our, our line and like what I mentioned before with, with my line of, uh, I mean, I'm canceling the World Cup, but that's on a totally different scale, Right, uh, that is that is not because of a personal a personal thing or because of somebody, I don't know. I still have very high respect for Hinteregger. I really like him. I do for obviously he's he's nowhere near right wing, maybe conservative, which is fine. Um, maybe also not not my way, but no, no, nothing has to be my way. You know, like we live in a free world where uh, free thoughts. And uh, where people can be more conservative, less conservative, uh, more liberal, less liberal. They even can be right wing. Um, you know, like we, we have to, our society needs to, needs to uh, hold this accountable. And uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm on the pro Hinteregger side. However, he, whatever he did was the best way. Uh, you know, I prefer this over him going to another team. Like, if he would have gone to Hertha BSC Berlin, I would have been a little bit pissed, even though maybe we would have made like six, seven millions out of it. But, uh, you know, it's like, um, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad he's uh, he's doing what he's doing. And hopefully he's going to come back from time to time, you know, into the squad, kind of like Abraham, you know, who's been visiting Frankfurt a couple of times. I hope we keep a good relationship with him. Um, for me, Hinti is still Hinti. And, uh, and, and yeah, that's, that's um, my, my long take on, <laughs> on this issue. So I'm on the pro Hinti side. Pro Hinti indeed. I don't ban people. Yeah. Well, uh, that being all said, before we wrap up this uh, episode of AI and Favorite, an off-season edition, uh, kind of hinting at the t players who have come in uh, since the last time we talked, Aurelio uh, Buta, we had uh, seen him for Royal Antwerp. This uh, this seems to be to be a lot of uh, adding depth for the Champions League stuff to Champions League items to come, and for these players that have been brought in specifically with this idea of uh, being able to help us in the here and now is good to have some depth because look, uh, Doom, he was on his way out. There was no way that he was going to stick around, which should be, he, he seems more of a depth guy to, to me. Uh, Lucas Alario, on the other hand, uh, 6 million euros by Leverkusen. Um, seems like a solid move. And you already have uh, some personal knowledge and personal relationship with uh, Bore. So that should be good for the attack. Mm -hmm. I'm really looking forward to seeing what that brings in. Um, of, uh, all the other science, well, I guess minus Mario Gotze that we really hit on in the first segment. 
uh, account from PSV, uh, 4 million. He is going to be on the, at the highest earner of any Eintracht player. It's a little different bringing someone like this in because he actually did do very well uh, with Eindhoven, you know, kind of working with Rolka Schmidt to kind of revitalize his career because his time at Dortmund was just... His time at Bayern was traumatic because, you know, he really wasn't wanted by uh, the coach. It was more brought in by the administration of, of Bayern. Then Dortmund took him back on ridiculous sums of money, and they just couldn't figure out what the heck they wanted to do with him. It was almost like we bought him. They bought him for the fans to be happy, then it quickly would sour. And yeah, the, in the Eredivisie, like his interaction with uh, Eindhoven allowed him to uh, keep Eindhoven basically finishing in like second place, getting involved in their uh, deep runs within Europe, uh, which Eindhoven did. And you know he did he carved out a pretty good career for himself there. But yeah, this to me is a. Eintracht is taking a four million and sizable salary flyer on a guy that hey you know what if you turn good great if not we will spin you off to major league soccer faster than uh, his head can even spin and at least then yeah, yeah. we'll basically recoup what we paid and if he turns out good then hey you know what we look like geniuses so seems like a smart seems like a smart business move that hey this is a we have the money around to increase our squad we're doing so in a couple of key positions i do think uh that the next thing that the eintracht needs to do is to seal up more on the defensive side of things but this is this is mm. eintracht making moves that i think long term will uh, pay dividends because we already have Smolich who's come in uh, and uh, on Gu- and, ah, Jerome has come in from Salzburg. Yeah, I'm just gonna until I get my head around how to pronounce his name, I'll go with just Jerome. We brought in two guys who can uh, definitely play in the center back role, so uh, we've got we got some added depth there those were already planned uh pre-european triumph so roman i think uh i think we've done some good business and uh before we what are your thoughts yeah, yeah i mean like i said already a lot about the the goods and alario transfer those are uh, i think the i would say the biggest but isn't doesn't i think kevin trapp still makes more money i think he's still on the the highest paid frankfurt player but um but anyways it's uh it's 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 a solid move i think it's going to give us more stability it's going to sell a few more jerseys uh that i'm i'm uh, sure of uh, we haven't seen the away no, jersey yet right home. i mean the, the home. home kit the white one um, just the home uh, so we'll see if we sell a few more um, uh, jerseys with him and uh, also I think we're going to get more attention and if there are like some new sponsoring uh, contracts up then maybe this is this is even going to bump up because obviously there's more of a I mean even after winning the Europa League and now with a transfer like Götze you get a more, little bit more of international um, uh, um, uh, flavor you know uh, yeah exactly <laughs> flavor and you know it, it bumps up it bumps up the market value of Eintracht Frankfurt I would say uh, and um, 
And yeah, and and the, and that and the Götze definitely transports it since the Germans do have a since obviously since uh, he shot the the winning goal in the world for the World Cup, you know uh, we have a and, and he's a typical and he's also very open, open uh, um, you know he's kind of like Hinteregger a little bit you know he's more of a he's not the far away guy he's you know i mean already he's been signing lots of autographs and you know he's he's accessible to people and uh you know so that's why i think he's uh, he can uh, um yeah he's he's going to play a good role in in the marketing line as well um yeah we'll see but yeah at the end it's uh, will he perform uh can he keep up to his expectations uh, i think he will And uh, let's hope um, with Alario, it's a, sim it's a similar thing. I mean, like it's not that he was the number one player uh, or that we got a steal from uh, from Bayer. You know, I think they're also uh, not they're not really unhappy uh, that we got him. So it's not that we stole him. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if it's his last chance also to step up the game and to show that he's uh, um, uh, for him, it's also Frankfurt is not going to be. Uh, um, Uh, you know, it's not just going to be a walk in the park. It's uh, both players have to step up their game. You know, uh, it's 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 not that they say like, oh, now I'm just going to have a an easier time. Uh, I think it's going to be a, a, as you say, like with the the amount of games that we have to play. It's uh, yeah, we all have to step up. And so far, we haven't seen Götze yet, right? So he has not played yet. They want to slowly get him. Uh, Uh, on par and I think his last match was in May so they have to slowly um, um, uh, get used to get him used to the the style of Frankfurt I would agree with that and there's still some, there's still plenty of time for more transfers to have been moved uh, players to uh, move on some of which will kind of will miss uh, and you know the likes of Danny DaCosta And Ayman Barcock, those are those are two that and uh, uh, Stefan Nilsanker. Uh, since the last time we recorded, he actually has found a club to join. He's going to be joining Genoa in the Serie A, so we wish him the best as well. And uh, yeah, it's gonna you just kind of hey, it's onward and upwards, Roman, onwards and upwards for the Eintracht and of course there's going to be continuous talk about Kamada and Dika and Kostic and the exits but hey you know what with Hinti leaving mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that Indica is going to get an increased bump in terms of what they can offer him in terms of resigning and uh, because he's not getting any money right now you know I think it's not, only like um, 1.5 Five or something, right? So it's for his standing. He he's in the lower. Uh, he's not in exactly. the top ten. He's far uh, from uh, payment wise, you know. So he's in the in the far. He's he's in the lower end. So um, I mean, it got already got bumped up a little bit. But yeah, I mean, this is also an advantage that you have, you know, when you get a when you get a player early and young, you know, with lots of risk, obviously already involved. But uh, yeah, so let's hope that. Uh, Yeah, uh, actually, and Dicker, I, I I would like to see uh, two more years. So I my with Kostic, I mean, obviously, I want to see him as well. But he's not the guy that uh, in two years we're going to sell expensive. Sure. 
But Indica, I think for him, it would absolutely make more sense extending the contract and staying another one or two years in Frankfurt and then go for shitloads of yeah. money somewhere else. You know, um, uh, that's... 100% if, agree with that. Because I were you, an advisor to Indica... You signed to a new contract, perhaps it has a like fixed buyout clause that is in that Jovic-like shit level, yeah. <laughs> shit, shit tons of money exactly. level, then he'll say, okay... The yeah. only team that will trigger this is one that I would probably want to play for. So, you know, hey, I might as well hang around here yeah. and get paid for it. So, And and many players, I think they leave sure. too early. You know, I think it's the, like Jovic, uh, um, the same thing. You know, Jovic was, I mean, it was good for him, obviously, with that amount of money. But it would have been so smart if Real Madrid would have said, okay, but you stay one more year in Frankfurt. Like, we buy you and we give you should back have, on a loan. Should have done that, um, yeah. You know, or the same with, uh, yeah, should have done. Jesus uh, Vallejo is a similar thing. Rebic wasn't really uh, happy in the beginning. I mean, uh, that that changed later on. But, you know, I mean, there's a, there's a good good reason why... Um, you know, with the standing that you build in a team and then you switch teams or even like with, I mean, Sebastian Jung, Rode, uh, you know, it's, you can't, the timing is also, you know, like it's not that if Indica stays for one or two years that, that this is the end of his career, like more the opposite, you know, it, uh, it's, it's, I think he's going to be, he's going to get better experience uh, in, in playing with Frankfurt Uh, of course, we have to we have to step up our game in the season, right? In the Bundesliga, like like eleven is not, you know, we're not in the forty points uh, part anymore. Uh, that's not our league goal. But uh, yeah, so we have to step up on these matches, and 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 they have to play part on it as well, you know. And then they can really um, become very very valuable players. But if they now go to I don't know, I mean Kamada, if if he goes to um, uh, what is it now? Uh, Leeds mm. United or what's, what's oh, the other one? He, he was you know, linked like, with Tottenham Hotspur what is this? multiple times. He just want Tottenham he just Hotspur like to want the to last go what to I read was specifically England because he's seen other uh, fellow Asian uh, players. Really, when I say yeah. Asian players, I mean uh, Japanese and South Korean players who have gone to the Premier League and have become successes. He looks at it from that standpoint that yeah. hey. If I become a success there, I will explode in popularity in Japan. And he's on the outside looking in when it comes to the Japanese yeah. national team ahead of this World Cup that yeah. you will not uh, be watching, Roman. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I do get that. Don't get me wrong. But then also, you know, when like the last thing was was uh, there was Leeds United or what's the other one? Uh, anyways, and then I'm like, but this is not. I mean, give me a break. You know, I mean, like, yes, you make more money, but like, come on, be smart. You know, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. And and uh, um, Haller, the same thing, you know, like West Ham was not right at Correct. that point. If he would have stayed on one or one or two years in Frankfurt, I think he, he would have had a better. I mean, for us, it was good to get the money, even though I don't think we even got everything. Uh, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's people... Yeah, it's uh, it's it's definitely we will yeah, see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Sebastian Allaire taking on the Eintracht. Uh, it's going to be a little weird seeing him in uh, seeing him in that uh, black and yellow uniform. I don't think the I don't think that move has even been made like official yet. 
No, because it's uh, Amsterdam is uh, uh, or um, they want money. They are. Uh, they um, want to be paid. No, they are. They're listed. No, yeah, they're listed on the um, on the stock mm-hmm. exchange, and their their new year starts, I think, on July something seventh or so, ah. like their uh, business year. So they kind of have. They want to bring the news in the in the new year. I think that's what what I read uh, about. That they're still waiting. So it's basically, I think, on on day one on their new um, uh, new accounting year, that's when they uh, when they will announce it. That will work enough for us. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Hey Eintracht Frankfurt. Love having you back on the show, Roman. Yeah, thank you. As, as always, you know, I'm I'm sorry. I, I I wish I could be on more often. I I, I try my best. <laughs> try. Try your best to be on more because everyone loves everyone loves listening to Roman rant about X, Y, and Z. <laughs> <laughs> <My friends. laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that being said, for this episode, ways that you can get in contact with the podcast uh, email is hey, I track Frankfurt at gmail.com, Instagram, hey, I track Frankfurt at H E E F pod on Twitter, Facebook.com slash H E F pod is where you can find all the latest links. Uh, in the English language to everything Eintracht Frankfurt. And yeah, we'll be back again with another episode as we continue to go through this off season. Folks, it's a, we're a month away from the start of the season, so it's creeping up on us. But until next time, choose. Choose. And then, of course, there's the whole uh, World Cup uh, shite going on in the winter. Hey, I'm Frankfurt, la 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 la. Hey, I'm Frankfurt, la 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 la.